Hi there, it's Mary Jean Pigeon with the Restoration of Women's Virtues again. Uh, we've been doing these programs for a couple of weeks now, and it dawned on me this morning that um, I've never really told you where I'm coming from. I guess you've probably guessed it, but I've never really stated where I'm coming from. And some of the things that we're saying might be a little revolutionary. Jesus was a revolutionary, you know, and bringing order when there's been chaos. Uh, sometimes it, it looks kind of strange. So I just wanted to let you know what I'm basing everything I say on, and that's the Bible. I look at the Bible as the uh, word of God, and that if God's big enough to be worshiped and create the whole universe, then he's big enough to be able to talk to his creation. And that's what he's done through his word. So everything that I talk about as far as women and our role in as the image of God, our femininity, our female image of God, and all of the things that we've talked about in the past, I'm basing it on what the Bible says. So I wanted to go through um, and kind of give a little storyline or an overall picture of how we get to where we are today in the Bible. And so in the beginning, when God created man, he created him male and female. We've seen that in the in his image. He wanted a family and he created man, male and female. And so then he formed him. We're in Genesis two with that. He formed man out of the dust of the earth and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a life speaking spirit or a living soul. And so he's made in the image of his father, male and female. They're male and female at that time. So when you use the term man in Genesis 2, you could just say the human being made in his image, male and female. And he formed him and then he instructed him and he put him in a garden. And it literally means he caused him to rest in a complete, a secure place with full provision. That garden was perfect. And uh, so then he saw that it wasn't his best for the man to be uh, uh, united in one. And he took he went in and separated out his powers. And we'll get into that a little more um, detailed later. But just to let you know that that God created man in his image, he formed him, he breathed his life into him. So he's creating his family and he's birthing his family, if you will. And so he put him in that garden and man was dwelling in a safe place. And then in comes this serpent who was craftier than all the beasts of the field, it says. And he deceived the woman uh, into uh, disobeying what God had told them, disobeying the instructions of the Lord. He deceived the woman into, into disobeying him. And um, that created the fall of man. And so uh, the fall of man means that what happened was the seed that was in Adam, the male image of God, was corrupted. And we call that iniquity. There was an iniquity that came. It's in the seed of Adam. So now man's seed has been spoiled and corrupted. And God had to put him out of the garden. He did it because he loved them. And he didn't want them to dwell in that state forever so he started on his path and his plan of redemption and salvation. And all through the Old Testament, it shows that he's building a nation in order to bring forth um, a savior. And that's what the Old Testament is all about, many, much of that. So then Jesus is prophesied through all the Old Testament. And the prophets of God will say, there's one coming, there's one coming. 
You know, as we as we go further in our studies, we'll see how powerful words are that life and death are in the, the, the power of the tongue and that God prophesied that that we we enjoy our life because of the words that we speak. And God was speaking his vision into the earth over and over through the Old Testament, through the prophets. There's one coming. There's one coming. And this one would be born of a virgin. And that's a very important point. I know some of the denominations think that's unimportant. It's not a big deal whether he was born of a virgin or not. Well, it's very important. If Jesus was not born of a virgin, then we don't have a savior because Adam's seed was spoiled in the garden. Remember, his seed was spoiled in the garden. So everything born off of his seed has been corrupted. And so God had to bring a pure seed in. And that's why he prophesied and spoke forth his son all through the Old Testament. Now, Jesus comes in uh, in the, the New Testament. In the book of Luke, you see the full the full story of it, where there was a virgin and she received the angel's message. She received God's seed into her. And Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. That's a very important point of our faith and what the Bible says. So Jesus was prophesied. He comes forth from this this woman. He was born of a woman. Remember Galatians 4, 4. Jesus was born of in the fullness of time. Jesus was born of a woman. And he grows up and he comes on the scene for his ministry to start. Jesus didn't do any miracles or anything until he was anointed by the Holy Spirit to go forth. And he comes uh, on the scene in, uh, I think it's uh, Matthew 3 or Mark 3. He comes on the scene to John the Baptist to baptize him in the River Jordan. And he says, um, the first words out of Jesus's mouth are, repent and believe the kingdom is at hand. And that's the point I want to get to, to see how we get to this point. God is wanting once again to have the garden and put the man in it. And Jesus comes and he plants his life in the earth as the new seed to the kingdom of God. Jesus has planted himself his whole life. He planted his life. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the woman who was going here and the song that I was listening to and she was going here and going there. And I kind of got snippy with the Lord about she gets to go everywhere and I'm not going anywhere. And he told me she was eating her seed that he had given her life as a seed and she was eating it instead of planting it. Well, Jesus planted his life for us. He planted his life to bring order back into our lives, to bring kingdom order. So when I'm talking to you about our role as woman, our role as female made in the image of God, it's to bring the order of God's kingdom back into our lives. That's where the blessing is. And that's what God has for us. And the world is completely out of order. And that's why it's important that we study our place. And that's what I first asked the Lord in in the beginning of my journey here. How do you want to live your life through me as a female? And he started telling me kingdom principles. So in the in the messages to follow in the in the time, the ones that we've already given and the ones to follow, I just wanted you to know that where I'm coming from. I'm coming based on the fact that the Bible is the word of God, that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God and that he died for our sins. He bore our sin, sickness and disease in his body at the cross that by his stripes we are healed. 
And that's where I'm coming from. I want that healing. I want that blessing. And I know you do too. So as we follow in these lessons to, 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 to be, one of the things that I need the most is to be able to understand two, th- two things, I guess, that I really need from the Lord. The very first time I invited Jesus into my life, I was reading a book where the man was talking about having a power in his life. And I said, Lord, I want that power. I want the power that that man's talking about. I've always believed you were the son of God and that you died for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my life and I want the power that that man's talking about. And also the, the blessings of the Lord. We have the power of God available to us and the blessings of the Lord. And ladies, whether you have children or not, you have people in your life that need that blessing and you're one that can deliver it for them. So I encourage you to stay tuned, listen to the lessons coming in the future, check the ones out that have been here in the past. Don't, I want to remind you that I have, I have a, my book right here called Woman, Her Purpose, Position, and Power. This is my testimony of when I was learning these things and God was teaching me as I walked with him. And recently I've, I've put it, uh, some of it into, uh, more of it into this book called Woman Imagined. And this is a workbook where you get to look up the scriptures and write them down and let the Holy Spirit speak to you in ways that maybe he didn't speak to me that way, but he will speak personally to you. You don't want to take another step or go another day and not have Jesus in your life and not have the power of the Holy Spirit available. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We also live stream on Facebook and YouTube on Thursdays at noon. Hope to see you there.